Hey there, I'm Tony DeLorenzo and this is my beautiful wife, Elisa. We had the most amazing time with a real Jason Duncan on the Root of All Success podcast. Come and listen to our episode with him. You don't want to miss it. We're going to talk about sex. We're going to talk about business. We're going to talk about success. So come and join us at the Root of All Success podcast. Welcome to the Root of All Success with the real Jason Duncan. A podcast that explores how the world's most powerful entrepreneurs unlocked success and how their stories can help you do the same. A successful educator turned entrepreneur, Jason has built multi-million dollar businesses that have been featured in Inc. Magazine and Entrepreneur Magazine. His life's mission now is helping entrepreneurs live what he calls hashtag the exit lifestyle. Introducing TEDx speaker, mastermind leader, author, entrepreneur, cigar aficionado, motorcycle enthusiast, and host of The Root of All Success, The Real Jason Duncan. The Real Jason Duncan. Hey there, welcome to another episode of The Root of All Success. I am The Real Jason Duncan. I've got a treat for you today. We're going to be talking to Tony and Elisa DiLorenzo. They are marriage coaches. They run one of the world's top marriage related podcasts called One Extraordinary Marriage. They started the podcast 13 years ago as just a kind of a project to share their story about their marriage. And it's turned into an almost seven figure business for them. So it's a really extraordinary story in their business, One Extraordinary Marriage. But as I said, they're co-hosts of this top marriage podcast on Apple Podcasts called them One Extraordinary Marriage. You need to go check that out. Uh, they speak to a worldwide audience about sex, love, and commitment, and they challenge every single listener to make their relationship a priority. You and your wife, you and your husband you need to make that a priority. You've heard me talk about this a lot on this show, and you've seen the clips I've talked about, don'tsaydivorce.com. You'll see more about that as we talk about this today. Their best-selling book is The Six Pillars of Intimacy. That book has transformed countless marriages uh, around the world, and their framework is pretty simple. And We're going to cover those six pillars briefly today, but what we're going to do is direct you in the show notes to go to watch the webinar that I hosted with Lisa specifically about those six pillars of intimacy. So without any further ado, I want you to help me welcome Tony and Elisa DiLorenzo to the show. Hey, Tony and Elisa, welcome to the show. Oh, Jason, thank you for having us. Yeah, it's great to be here with you, Jason. Well, you know, I don't often have two guests on the show. Uh, so this is kind of a unique thing to have two people and you're both on the same camera, the same microphone, same room. So uh, why are we doing this? Why, why, why are you guys together? Tell everybody why we're doing this with you guys together. Well, partly, in fact, because Tony and I do business together, but also the fact that we have built our business around marriage and we've been married for 26 years. Yeah. twenty. Yeah. So we started 13 years ago. We started the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We started it as a podcast and uh, it grew from there, Jason. We, we did it because we wanted to share marriage mm -hmm. from like a real couple, not from folks that were just writing books. And so we just started sharing our lives. We wanted to be open, honest and transparent with folks. And every year since we just continue to grow the podcast, we've written eight books at this point in time. Elisa does coaching. Um, and so we just grown to just impact marriages. And that's our mission here is to impact marriages. So what, what were you doing 
13 years ago, before you started that podcast, what was your method of making money to pay the bills? What were you guys doing? So I was a stay-at-home mom in direct sales. Mm -hmm. And I was, I started at 27 years old. No, 24 years old. I started working in the paintless dent repair industry. So taking out dents out of mm -hmm. cars. Um, after coming out of college, not finding any work, I got into skill. I got into trade, worked for a company for three years. Um, we were married. Mm -hmm. We waited six years before we had our first child, still working for other companies. Um, and then when our boy was a year old, uh, the company I was working for was sinking. And I remember looking at Elisa going, either we stay on this ship and it sinks or we jump and we start our own thing. And that's what I did. So when you did that to start your own thing, was that the podcast? Well, that was the number, that was it. Or was there something else you were doing with it? Oh, oh no, no, no. That was well before the podcast. I was literally going to dealerships or people's homes to take oh. dance out of their yeah. cars. Oh, he, he was gotcha. still doing the paint with debt repair. He just took, when that company was sinking, he, he took that skill set and said, I'm going to go do this on my own. I've, I've watched these businesses grow. I've watched what's gone on. I've got the skills. I'm going to go do it on my own and support our family. Mm -hmm. So I yep. have a, uh, I've got a dent in the tank of my motorcycle. I need you to come take a look at <laughs> it. I don't do motorcycle things. Well, he doesn't do dents anymore. I don't do dents anymore, but when somebody would call me here in San Diego, I'd be like, I do not do motorcycle tanks. They are tough. I've tried them. Not my skill set. No motorcycles, no RVs, no, no. refrigerator doors, like yeah, all of those things. No. All of those things. And so that's where I was. I had that business here in San Diego is called the Dent Dude. Um, and so I was working that business, supporting our family as we started the podcast. And then I ran that for another nine years until 2019 is when I sold that off to a buddy of mine. So you said you don't do dents anymore, but I see an inner eerie and interesting correlation between the paintless dent repair and marriage coaching and marriage work. Don't you, do you ever think about that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. It's the tiny little adjustments, you know, like I remember watching yeah. Tony do dents over the years and, you know, taking a dent out of a car is all about the tiny little adjustments you make. It's not like this just giant, I know a lot of people think it's just the giant suction cup. It's not right. Like mm -hmm. there's that one quick fix. It's really, what are all the little micro, um, I don't know, what would you call it? Micro just pushes, pushes, mm -hmm. uh, that you do over time that takes something that really had um, a deep indentation and make it make it almost like new and in some cases even better. Yeah. Well, I, I think, I think paintless dent repair is just interesting in general. I don't know how that works. I think it's voodoo. I'm not really sure how you guys do what you do. Cause if, if it was, he was, he was a master craftsman for it, sure. Some of the things that he did were incredible. 22 year career in that. So, um, became very well known here in the area for what I did and I loved it. And you know what? Um, we started that podcast and as our voice became stronger and we, mm -hmm. and I even felt more confident in what we were doing because it was that growth around marriage and how are we helping couples? There are many of the times I was at somebody's house and talking to the owner of the car and they would talk about their marriage or they talk about their kid's marriage. And I'd be like, Oh, you probably don't know this about me, but I have the top rated marriage podcast and here's, here it is and start listening to it. And I would have these deep, conversations with them. And as I'm just working on their car, taking out their dent, we just have this conversation around marriage and they download it. They start, they subscribe to it and start listening to it. And they'd be like, this is amazing, man. Thank you so much. And I'd be on my way. So, uh, it was really interesting way of spreading the word of one extraordinary marriage in the early days. Mm -hmm. So you, so you, so you started the podcast, how many years before you sold your paintless dent repair? 
Nine. Nine. So you were doing the podcast for nine years, kind of alongside doing the paintless dent repair. And Alicia, you were a stay-at-home mom, which is a laudable uh, profession. My my mom was a stay-at-home mom. My wife was a stay-at-home mom until my kids went to school, started started kindergarten. And so I get it. So you did nine years of podcasting, and then you said, okay, I'm going to sell this thing, and we're only going to do podcasting and marriage stuff, marriage coaching. Is that is that how well, it worked? Well, in that... In that nine years, we were also writing books. I had also started coaching. So, you know, One Extraordinary Marriage had multiple streams of income. Mm-hmm. And it was at that point, about nine years in, where we were looking at the numbers going, can we can we make the jump now? Um, interestingly enough, um, in the actual calendar of those nine years, that would have been December of 2019. Yep. And so it was January of 2020 when the sale was finalized of Tony's business. He came home full time and then COVID two months later. Boom. So not only did Boom. I get Tony home full time, but my kids came home full time and we were still trying to run the business. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot to deal mm-hmm. with. So uh, who was worse, Tony or the kids? <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I, I, you want me to take the fifth on that one? You said um, I could ask any question. You could. <laughs> you and could. I, I will tell you. It was to, probably me. It was probably Tony. We, he was, would get in, we would get, that was some tough times because. We I had would, one of the worst fights of our marriage in like the, in May of that year. Yeah. Because it was interesting because my identity was wrapped around being the dent dude. Mm-hmm. I was a guy who would get up and I loved one extraordinary marriage. I'd get up early. Um, I would get behind my computer before anybody was up in the family, I would do my things. And then I would prepare for my day, I would leave, I'd be gone for anywhere from, by that point in time, I was working like half days. So I was like four hours a day. But there were days when, you know, when we were still building one extraordinary marriage that I was working eight hours a day, and then come home, you know, spend time with the family, the children were younger, we would do our thing, she'd go to bed, and then I'd work until like 1201am. Um, and so a lot of my identity was, this is who I am. And so it was an interesting time to set that aside. And then all of a sudden we're together. It was definitely a pressure cooker moment. Yeah. Well, so the guys that are known for being marriage coaches and new marriage podcasts are admitting here that you had a really bad fight in May of 2020, mm-hmm. but you pushed through. I mean, is that, is that fairly normal? And what you see is like, Hey, if, if couples aren't fighting, there's probably bigger problems than couples who do occasionally have the, the riff. Yeah, I, I do. As a marriage coach, I do get really concerned if a couple tells me they don't fight. Um, and a lot of that is because it often means that somebody doesn't care anymore. Mm-hmm. They don't care enough to bring something up. They don't care enough mm-hmm. to deal with their emotions. They don't care enough about the situations. They're just like, I'm done. And so, yeah, absence of fighting is like a huge red flag. In fact, even just saying that out loud kind of makes the hairs on the back of my neck stand up, go, oh, mm-hmm. um, because conflict's healthy. Right, being able to to work through your differences, be able to accept the fact that you're two different people in a marriage, that is a, that becomes a strength in your head. Are you laughing? Why are you laughing? Because last night driving oh, yeah. driving home from a Costco run, we got into a little a little argument about the business and and just mis misunderstanding of one another. And so it wasn't until this morning that I had my workout time and just got a little revelation of where the misunderstanding was. So having to come to Elisa uh, while we were showering this morning and just say, hey, I understand where this misunderstanding and where the the frustration, the conflict came from and, and just sharing it with her and just being like, are we cool? And it was like, yep, we're cool. So we, we moved on. We're all a work in progress. Yep, that's totally. good. That's good. I remember there was a couple from our church, this is years ago. We'd only been married a couple of years. 
and we had them over to our house. And they were an older couple. They had kids our age, so they were obviously okay. older than us. And um, I don't know why this came up, but the fact that they never fought in the at the, that time it was twenty eight years, twenty five years, whatever, however long they had been married at that moment, they had never fought. And I remember thinking, no, nah, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. But they were very, very, very clear that they didn't. And I'm like, I, I, I don't get it. And you know what? I haven't seen that guy forever. And yesterday I was riding my bicycle. I'll ride every morning to go to exercise. And as I was riding, I saw him pass. And that's the first time I'd seen him in years. And here we are talking Whoa. about this fact that, yeah, he, yeah, they never fought. And I just, I don't believe it. Now, my wife and I, it's not a regular occurrence, but yeah, we get there. We get upset with each other. We get frustrated. We've been married 28 years and just yeah. you guys 26. So, I mean, yeah. it happens. It's going to happen, but it's how you work through that. And I, I think that for those of the, the listeners today who are listening to this, if you want to hear them talk about this specifically, I hosted Tony and Elisa on a webinar on my Entrepreneur Master Series webinar back in July, where we talked specifically about how to handle this. We talked about the six pillar, uh, six pillars of intimacy, which is their, you know, their, one of their big books. Um, so you want to go back to my YouTube channel and check that out. You can go to youtube.com slash the real Jason Duncan, and you can go look at the entrepreneur master series. And you can see where we had a 90 minute deep dive into this idea of marriage. And I, we talked a little bit about fighting and I think it's healthy fighting. <laughs> we got to have some healthy fighting. How did you guys meet? Oh, we have such a fun story. So summer of 94, yeah. I had been waitlisted for a summer internship program at the University of Colorado and where Tony was a student. And three days before the program was supposed to start, I get a call. I'm back in Ohio with my parents and I get a call saying, hey, somebody dropped out last minute. Do you want to go to Colorado? And uh, I said, well, absolutely. I don't want to spend the summer in Ohio. I would much rather be at University of Colorado Boulder. So I got on a plane, met this guy who had just turned 21 yeah. uh, about three days before I met him, uh, met him. And, you know, we were this fantastic summer fling. We were. <laughs> it was this, So I had just turned 21. I was a student at CU Boulder. They the the program was housed at our fraternity house, my fraternity house. The summer months, I was a cook and a hasher. So I was the morning breakfast cook. Mm-hmm. So I would make breakfast for everybody. And then my hashing deal is like basically you clean it, you're cleaning up. And the directors of the program said, hey, we just want you to get to know the students. Last year was a little awkward. They felt it was a little weird. Get to know the students. I'm like, cool. Well, we can say hi. You followed be, instructions really well. We can be friendly. And I met her, like she said, a few days after I turned 21, just start, struck up a conversation with her. And it really was just like, oh, wow, she's fun. We're talking. Started progressing, but I was just very clear. I was like, hey, you're only here for eight weeks. This is a summer fling. Not like you want to have a summer fling. It's cool. Um, and we can move on from there. And lo and behold, 29 years since that time, since that first date, yeah. <laughs> our first kiss was June 20th, her birthday, 1994. So, wow. I love it. I love it. And so 28 years later, now you're in business together. So that's a whole nother yes. layer of having to navigate. My wife and I couldn't do that. We, we made it pretty clear a long time yeah. ago, business together, not our things. As a matter of fact, true story. So I started a lighting company in 2010 and I ran that full time up until 2020. And uh, okay. when I stepped away from daily operations as CEO, they needed an admin 
And she's like, I'll go do it. Like, but the whole 10 years I'm running the company, she had nothing to do with it. Wasn't interested. But as soon as I'm out of the office, she's like, I'm in. So she was, <laughs> so we couldn't do it. <laughs> it, it. It takes a lot. Um, I think it helps that we talk about a topic that we do every day, which is marriage, because I think we learn about one another. Um, but in business, it also took us time to learn what are our strengths? Mm -hmm. What are you best at? What am I best at? And let's use those strengths to our advantage. Like let's use those to, to help couples and impact marriages. So what made you guys qualified to start a marriage podcast? Cause I think, I mean, you've become the, uh, one of the preeminent marriage coaches in the country. I, I, I don't know if you think of yourself that way, but as somebody on the outside looking in, that's, that's what I see. That's why I reached out to you to begin with, cause we're partnering on my don't, they don't say divorce project. Mm -hmm. don't say divorce. Yeah. But Absolutely. what, what made you qualified to say, you know what, I'm going to start a podcast and talk about one extraordinary marriage. Um, well, if you had asked me. 13 and a half years ago, I would say, we're totally not qualified. No one's going to listen to us. And this is the stupidest idea you've ever had. Which is what she said. Which to is me. what I said to Tony. <laughs> um, what made us qualify, like when I look back now though, Jason, the thing that, that made us qualified is that we were willing to talk about the real things. Mm -hmm. And we still are. We were willing to give people um, a peek into what it looks like for a and, I didn't know it was going to be such a long peak. Here we are at 13 and a half years, but we've opened up the door on what marriage looks like, the good, the mm -hmm. bad, and the ugly. We have cried with our audience. We've had fights on air with our audience. We have talked about the topics that so many married couples, you know, haven't been able to talk about, but because we're like, Hey, you know what? We're just going to have this conversation. And, and you know, what, what made us qualified is that we were willing, mm -hmm. we, we were willing and we were not just willing to do the, the show, but we were willing to be real and transparent with what has now is now known as the one family with our audience and say, we're always going to show up and we're going to be real. And, you know, last night's fight will very likely have made it onto an episode by the time this airs on our own show, um, because we never want anybody to think that we're perfect and that we've got it all together. We tell people all the time we're a work in progress. We just move through things a little bit faster. Mm -hmm. So you've turned not the idea of doing the podcast into a pretty substantial business. Give everybody a sense of how many people you're serving and the, the scope mm -hmm. and the success of the business over these years. Oh, yeah. yeah. So podcast wise, we have about 50,000 plus listeners over the course of those 13 and a half years. We're closing in on like 32 plus million downloads. And that's a little wonky because we've gone through multiple hosting. That's what I can count. Uh, at one point in time, we were self-hosting. So I have no clue how many downloads we got mm -hmm. for those few years. Um, so we have that. Uh, we've written eight books. Mm -hmm. We do in the high six figures for this business now. And, and we'll close in on seven figures. Uh, part of that is lifestyle and what we want mm -hmm. for our own lives. And so we've always just, just kept moving forward. Um, I think success and when we look at one extraordinary marriage is that we're here we're mm -hmm. committed and in the marriage niche and in the marriage world so many of people in the 13 and a half years we've been around have come and gone and we're here and i think that is a big a big piece of who we are when it comes to social media followings over sixty thousand on instagram we have a facebook group private facebook group with over seven thousand or eight thousand folks in there now mm -hmm. um and so we have different things different places but for us, that's where we're at at mm -hmm. this point. All right. So what do you attribute 
to what do you attribute all this success? So you took a concept, um, mm-hmm. this, Hey, we're just going to get on a mic and talk about our marriage, good, bad, ugly. We're going to help people. And, and we want this world to be a better place, which also I'd like to talk at some point, maybe, maybe in a couple minutes about your motivation behind all this. What's, you know, who, who's guiding all this, what's, what's going on. But, mm-hmm. but if you had to distill all of the success in your business, I mean, not many people can build a coaching business and a podcast that do close to seven figures. So congrats. Mm-hmm. I mean, that doesn't happen very, very often. So if you've been able to do that, what is the one thing, one thing that you can look back and say, if this is what helped us be successful. I'm going to start. And Go for it's, it. It's, I'll see if your answer is different than mine. <laughs> we've stayed committed through the highs and lows. We, we have a mission and our mission is to impact one marriage every day. That is our mission. Mm-hmm. We impact tens and tens of thousands of couples, but every day we wake up and go, what's, who's the one, who's the one couple? What's, where are they? How do we impact them? And for us, it's being committed. We show up every day. Mm-hmm. And even during the podcast years, there are lean years. When, Can't die. No, 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 just the podcast, just the podcast. I'm not talking money. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking t- talk terms of money that it was lean. It was lean in terms of our time and our attention towards one extraordinary marriage. Mm-hmm. I was running my, my paintless debt repair business full time. I mean, I was going heavy. Um, Elisa had the children. And so the effort we put towards it was really about an hour a week, but we stayed committed. Even when we didn't feel it, we would get up and we would just continue to, to share what's happening in our lives. And Jason, as, as he was saying that, the thought that came into my mind was, you know, your talk there on don't say divorce. Mm-hmm. And I think really for us, you know, what's happened over the years is that, you know, to Tony's point, we've made this commitment, like, we're not going to divorce the one family, we're not going to, we're not going to mm-hmm. cut out or quit on these marriages, mm-hmm. because divorce, divorce is not an option here. Mm-hmm. And very much divorce is not like we know we're on the second generation mm-hmm. of kids whose parents started listening to the One Extraordinary Marriage Show 10, 12, 13 years ago, who are now getting married themselves. Yeah. We're getting invited to those weddings. We're seeing- I gotta co-officiate two of those weddings. Two of those weddings, right? You know, we're seeing the babies that, you know, we get birth announcements from couples who, you know, whether it was the seven day sex challenge or just the restoration in their marriage. Like we, we know that every day we make a difference and we continue to go out every day to make a difference. I love it. I love the the idea of staying committed. Uh, I talked to a lot of guests, obviously, on this show, and and one of the one of the themes I would see throughout this is this idea of just relentless commitment to the thing that you're trying mm-hmm. to accomplish. Absolutely. And so that mm-hmm. goes with marriage and business for you guys because they're both intertwined. So mm-hmm. if yeah. you had to define, and and you each get your own definitions, but if you each had to define the word success, and and we'll, we'll, in, in business terms. If you had to define yeah. that word success, what do you, what do you think? It, mean? it doesn't have to specifically be related to business, but let's, let's say it's not just marriage success, but like success yeah. in general, what do you define it as Tony and Lisa? You go first. No, I want you, you to go first. No, I want you to go first. I did first the last time. <laughs> uh, for me, success. So I have definitely seen um, incredible breakthroughs in the world of coaching. And I get a firsthand look at people's marriages when they are in a really bad spot. And daily I get to witness miracles happen in people's marriages. And so for me, it's that success of saying one more conversation, one more tool, one more resource, whatever it's going to take. Let's take a quick break to thank our amazing sponsors for making this podcast possible. 
As an entrepreneur, I know that you have to deal with sales on a regular basis. I mean, every entrepreneur does. And if you aren't paying attention to sales as an entrepreneur, you're not going to be an entrepreneur for very long. But I've got a sponsor of this show called Dub that helps you bring the personal back to sales. If you want to figure out how to improve content creation, improve client trust, improve your sales process, decrease the sales cycle, because we all know time kills deals. If you want to increase client bookings and increase conversions, you need to take a look at Dub. There's a special offer for Dub for listeners to The Root of All Success at therealjasonduncan.com slash Dub, and that's D-U-B-B. I've been using this for years. I'm a huge fan, and I'm so honored that they're our primary sponsor of the podcast. But they have helped over 60,000 businesses around the world communicate better, to make sales easier, to make sales more personal. And it's built for growing teams. I mean, you can set up video emails, you can set up custom onboarding, you can do admin reporting. You need around video and sales and automation, Dub is there. You can try Dub now. Your conversions to sales are waiting. All you got to do is go to therealjasonduncan.com slash Dub. And there you're going to get two weeks for free to try Dub. Plus, you're going to get 50% off your first two months of Dub. You can't beat that. So go check it out. Go to therealjasonduncan.com slash Dub. I love talking about this sponsor because it's oftentimes a lot of people talk about sponsors on their shows or have sponsors and they either don't use them or they might've used them once and they're not really in love with it. They just take their money. <laughs> and, and certainly there's nothing wrong with that. But this sponsor, this one of my sponsors of the podcast is Story, S-T-O-R-Y-Y. Two whys, why? Because they're awesome. If you've ever wondered how these influencers do their Instagram reels and their TikToks and their YouTube shorts to look so amazing where they've got the Zoom cuts and the pop-ups and the on-screen illustrations, whether it's cartoons or actual images or videos that get responses, that people go, ooh, I want to talk to that. If you want to know how people do that, that is exactly what Story does. They take your videos and they make you look like an influencer. They make you become an influencer. And they will post it for you. They'll write the captions. They'll add the relevant hashtags. They put it on the platforms that you care about the most. And after that content's posted, they take it even one step further to boost it to your past clients, your leads, or anyone that you want to target. And they even have someone log into your social media profile to engage with other people's posts to drive engagement on your profile. Story truly takes the headache away from doing social media content from start to finish. And they have a mission to help people nurture and cultivate their relationships by sharing your message digitally. And they even have an app that makes it easy to upload your content and track everywhere your video is at. And I've been using them for a long time. And I told them, I said, look, guys, I love what you're doing. I want to recommend you to everybody. You need to be a sponsor of my podcast. And so they're a co-sponsor of this podcast. And they're also the exclusive sponsor of my live webinar series, Entrepreneur Master Series, because they're that good. I tell everybody about them. So go to therealjasonduncan.com slash story to learn more. And that's therealjasonduncan.com slash story, S-T-O-R-Y-Y. Why are there two Ys? Because they're awesome. You'll get 10% off your first three months if you go to that link, therealjasonduncan.com slash story. Thanks for listening to our sponsors. Now, back to the show. Because their success is actually our success. Um, and so watching marriages 
be transformed and also getting to live the lifestyle that we lead. That's, you know, it, it's, it's a two success is what happens to the one family and, and to those marriages, but success is also the fact that we've been able to create a lifestyle that I would have never imagined mm -hmm. 13 yeah. years ago when we started. Yeah. Business success for me is relationships. Mm. That's what it is. What are the relationships that I get to build? What are the relationships that I get to be a part of? How do I pour into people and how do they pour into me? I, I had a coffee with a, a friend of mine um, yesterday and he and I have known each other 20 years. He's the first guy who hired me when I left my other company and doing paintless dent repair and brought me in as his paintless dent repair technician. And I've known him for 20 years. We were in the auto industry for years together. He has moved since moved on. I've moved on, but we still get together. And I remember just, he and I were just talking right at the end. We were just talking about going through the Bible together. And uh, he's like, Tony, I'm reading through the the, New, the Old Testament. And for the first time, it's just like, it's coming to life for me. And, and I was like, dude, that's so crazy. Cause I am too. And, um, and just sitting there and after this like two hour conversation with him, I just, we just gave each other a big hug and we were just like, man, I love you. Mm -hmm. Like literally dude, I love you. And, and for us to have met through business mm -hmm. and this relationship to last as long as it has, not all of them do, but I, I feel like I'm blessed to meet so many wonderful people. And to me, that is success. Cause when we go to the grave, I don't care how much money you have. I don't care mm -hmm. how many toys you have. I don't care because mm -hmm. you don't take it with you. But right now these relationships that I get to have with you and others, um, that, to me is like that's success yeah. that like oh man i can call a buddy and ask for help mm -hmm. and know that he's there for me so do, by those definitions that you each listed which were were different and similar in some respects mm -hmm. do you consider yourselves to be successful people 100 percent. oh absolutely 100%. yeah i would say there was a time when we weren't but right now i live in a i think personally i live in a place of success and success is what's in our mind and what we believe in um it could be you have a ton of money. It could mean you have nothing, but you can still have success. And right now, I believe we do, though. Well, and, and that doesn't say that we're not without challenges. True. It, it's just we've worked really hard over the last 13 years to get to a place where it's like we understand what's most important to us and we go after it. My husband is all about relational equity. If you know him, he's just like his dad. Um, when Tony's dad died and we were at the funeral and you know the reception after, everyone in that room stood up and talked about the fact that Tony's dad, Carmen, was their best friend. And what I know about my husband, and this is how I know he's successful, is that the same thing will happen in his world. Mm. I, I know that he's a success because he carries that. And, and mm. those relationships make our business successful. Yeah, and you guys have built a substantial business that's impacting thousands upon thousands of lives into the second generation, as you already talked about. And it will be to the third and fourth. You won't be around to see how how it impacted because that one relationship at the top sure. of the tree can affect all the other relationships down, down mm -hmm. the branches. So I congratulate you on that success. And I, I applaud you Thank for, you. I mean, heck just listen, listen, listeners, listen to this. These two guys, paintless dent repair dude, right? I mean, just a paintless dent repair. And I stay at home, mom, start a podcast at 13 years later, they're doing nearly a million dollars a year just helping people have better marriages. Now you can't tell me that you can't get out there and do something to make a big impact Absolutely. in the world and make money at it. Like you don't have to live mm -hmm. poor life and, and, and be good. You can be good and live a rich life. You can have a, and make a big impact. So I love what you guys are doing. Now, let me ask you about the motivation. I said, I was going to ask you what's the yeah. motivation behind this. I mean, why, why, why put the time and effort into doing one extraordinary marriage and helping people? 
I, I want to say when we started, yeah. I feel like at that point in time in our lives, I felt most of the books, most of the resources were coming from older men mm-hmm. who would basically just say, take your wife on a date and like romance her. Talk more. Talk more. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's basically like go on a date and have some conversations. Yeah. And that was frustrating. And you get this, Jason. You, you've been married 28 years. I've been married 26 years. Think 13 years ago, 15 years ago, the books that we were reading. Mm-hmm. And it was just frustrating because I'm living in a life where that's not the case. I don't have money to go out every week to go on a date with my wife because it's just the situation we were in. We had two young kids and, you know, we, we, we had enough to go out on a date, but we couldn't go out every week to get a sitter and all this, just where we were in life. And it was just frustrating. And so my motivation was let's bring something real to people. Let's be open, honest, and transparent to people about what's happening in our marriage so that they can have encouragement and hope to strive for more just as we are as well. And so that's where my motivation came in in, at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And I would say for me, um, I remember the first time. So after we did, the catalyst for everything that is one extraordinary marriage it's episode one it's called 60 days of sex it's a story for another day but we did that fall of 2008 summer of 2009 we were asked to speak at a church conference on marriage and we were sharing our story and this woman asks a question from the audience and she says well what about the dishes and laundry what did you do about the dishes and laundry during you know the 60 day sex challenge and my response to her and it really has become i think so much the catalyst of what we do my response to her was and especially since my kids were little at the time, I'm like, I will always have dishes. I will always have laundry. But this relationship right here, there, there is no forever on that. There is no guarantee that Tony's going to be around for, you know, a hundred years or he's going to, you know, die after, like, there's no guarantees. So our motivation, I think for me, my motivation has always been, can I help other couples make mm-hmm. their marriage extraordinary so that while they're alive, this is the best, this is the best. Mm-hmm. This is what's extraordinary. And, they, and out of that flows everything else that they do. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Well, so if you want to hear about the 60 day sex challenge, you need to go look at youtube.com slash the real Jason Duncan and search for the EMS that we did. And, and the EMS was titled, uh, let's see, what do we title? We title uh, why the five love languages don't work. And we do a deep dive into the concepts around the six pillars of intimacy, which you guys developed. That's the name of your book. So let's take a minute. Let's do just high level because we're going to get into that. People can go get into that on the webinar. But but what's the high level of these six levels of intimacy? Mm-hmm. Or the pillars, idea pillars the of intimacy. I said it wrong. Pillars, pillars of yeah. intimacy. Go ahead. That's okay. The idea behind the six pillars is we wanted to equip couples with a framework that was going to be able to help them address any area, any situation of their marriage. And so the six pillars are emotional intimacy, physical intimacy, which is all your non-sexual touch, um, financial intimacy, spiritual intimacy, recreational intimacy, and sexual intimacy, which allows you to get into all your sexual touch. Um, And what we have found, what we've seen in our own marriage and in you know, thousands of marriages around the world is that when couples understand this framework, when they understand what it looks like to bring strength to every area of their marriage, the transformation is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. No longer are they fighting about, you're not doing this for me or you're not doing that for me. It's rather like, how are we doing this together on the same team and asking questions like, what can I do? Do you find that there is a, uh, in, in these six 
pillars, emotional, physical, financial, spiritual, recreational, sexual. Do you find that some couples tend to camp out more in one or two of these pillars than any of the others? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I, I mean, I've been working with couples for 10 years, 10 years now, somewhere in the vicinity of like 500, 550 couples over all that time, you know, uh, and it's really interesting to watch how marriages kind of evolve, but you'll have some couples for whom, you know, financial intimacy is really strong or recreational intimacy is really strong. And so it's my job as a coach is to come alongside and say, hey, let's take those strengths that you have in that area and let's let's look at how you apply them to the other four or five that maybe aren't as strong. Let's yep. maybe you've gone through a season and it's like, yeah, you've been really camped out here. You like you can do dates, but let's talk about how you're, you know, praying together or, you know, what your sex life looks like. And so you might camp out in one, but that just means that you've got strengths there that you can then apply to the other five. Okay. I like it. I like and you know, it's funny, Tony, you were mentioning all the books that were out 15, 10, 15 years ago, just take your wife on a date, <laughs> just go on a date. <laughs> and I have people, I have people, of course I, I coach high level business guys that are doing a lot of mm -hmm. revenue and, and they pay me a lot of money to work with me. So a lot of times we get into the marriage stuff. It just naturally happens. There's a lot of talk about marriage and how they're relating with their wife, et cetera. And I sometimes find myself, listen, you need to take your wife on a date. You need to go do something. So that advice is not bad, but it's certainly not complete. It is not the, it's not so we're going to, Taking your wife to a movie and a dinner once a month is not going to fix a bad marriage, right? I mean, that's the whole idea. So you guys have decided, okay, we're going to dig into this a little deeper and figure out how do we truly right. connect. And and it's not just sexual because I, I know you. I know that that's a big part of it because that gets people's eyeballs and ears perked up. Hey, what are you talking about sex? Hey. I, by the way, follow them on Instagram. They have really good quotes on Instagram. I follow you guys and I love it. It's one extraordinary marriage. Go on Instagram and it's spell out one. Yeah. -E. But uh is is that the reason I see a lot of sex talk in there because it just gets people's attention? Is that is that what's going on there? Absolutely. <laughs> and obviously our first episode was on that 60-day sex challenge. And we have, you got to think, 13 and a half years ago where podcasting was. Mm -hmm. And so don't think about where we are today, but 13 and a half years ago, that was like, what are you guys talking about? Yeah. And we just noticed there was just this hunger for us to just talk about different areas of around your sexual intimacy. Um, but that's why when we look at the six pillars, you can't only talk about that. You know, when you talk about dates, that's your recreational intimacy. And I talk to a lot of guys who are CEOs or C-level execs, or they're running their own businesses and doing their own things. And I'm like, guys, what are the activities and fun you're having with your wife? Like, you don't have to take her out to the top floor to some fancy restaurant all the time to just have fun with her. Like, it may mean just picking up like the card game Monopoly deal and just playing some card games over coffee together for half an hour after church. Mm -hmm. And it's just the two of you. Um, and so it's just helping folks to see different ways of like, how do we engage one another? I'm not saying you don't want to take her out to some fancy restaurant. I'm not saying that, mm -hmm. but it doesn't always have to be that. So how old are your kids? 17 and 20. All right. Mm -hmm. So what are, what are kids, they, they hear mom and dad talk about sex. They hear mom and dad talking about your fights. I mean, you're oh, airing your dirty story. laundry in front of the whole world. What are they, are they like yeah. blushing or are they so accustomed to it now? It doesn't matter. What, what do they think? So the one question we always get asked is, do they listen? And they do not. Um, <laughs> this, is our, this is our legacy piece. We tell them this. We're like, when you get married, go listen. you can always come listen to us. Yeah. And they re usually roll their eyes and I'm like, you don't know if your spouse will want to listen to hear what your mom and dad have to yeah, say because they that. may want to listen. 
you know, I think there there's definitely been years of embarrassment. I mm-hmm. mean, I know our daughter has hopped into a, you know, a friend's car when the girls were younger and, you know, the mom turns Not on the younger, car. Just even a couple of years ago. Well, yeah, yeah, even younger. high school. But you know, turn on the car and hear, you know, my voice pop out through the speakers. And it's just like, oh my gosh. Um, but they also know, because we've had the conversations with them that like, there are friends of theirs whose parents have picked up our books because they've been in a hard spot or they'll come mm-hmm. home and say, Hey, can you guys autograph a book? Because, you know, somebody heard about what you guys do and, and they want a book and absolutely. Yeah. Um, I remember, I remember our oldest, Oh, we, yeah, this is a funny story. So he played football at uh, our oh, high school gosh. and uh, pretty good player, uh, well-known on the team. And we put an ad in the football program. So Friday night football program, we have this big one extraordinary marriage. We got the feet up there, yeah. listen to the podcast. So I think it was that Monday or Tuesday, one of his teachers comes up to him and is like, Alex, do you know what your parents do? <laughs> and he just... <laughs> Just he just turned around and walked away. Didn't even away. say anything. Like, just I'm turned not, around and walked away. He's I am like, not having this conversation. I'm out of here. Teachers. Like, get out of here. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, just fun stories like that we've had over the years. But uh, they're they're cool. They they understand. Um, I think as kids, they they know the impact we make. Uh, and at the same time, they're just like, that's your life. We're gonna lead, we're gonna lead our lives, and and we are very much of the entrepreneurial spirit of like find a problem and solve it. Mm-hmm. And that's what your mom and I have done over the years is find a problem. It's in the marriage world. And we, when we solve that problem. So as we kind of bring our conversation in for a landing, I want to give you the opportunity to speak to the listeners for just a minute about advice. And if they want marriage advice, they need to go look up our entrepreneur masters webinar that we did. We're going to get into all the marriage advice on that, but, but from a business perspective, you guys have built a very significant and impressive, Mm -hmm. successful business over these last 13 years. So what one piece of advice would you give to an entrepreneur based on your experience, what they should be doing? Um, be intentional and then take action. You need to be intentional on what what you're doing as an entrepreneur and where you're going. Um, And sometimes that's your vision. Those are your goals. You have to have some intention behind it. And then you need to take action. And I take this, my my own advice. Sometimes we have these these visions or these goals or our coaches like you can do this. Mm -hmm. And we get stuck because we get stuck in our mind that we haven't done it or we can't do it. Um, and so what I have found is when I take action, even the smallest steps, even writing the to-do list with check, check boxes to get things done, it, it gets me moving. And so that's what I, that's what I share with folks all the time. Be intentional and then take action. Elisa, mm-hmm. you had any different advice than that? I've only heard that for the last 13 and a half years. <laughs> it's good advice. Um, hey, it's good marriage advice too, right? Being it's like also that. good marriage advice. Yeah, we, we say it a lot on the, on the show, but I, yes, I think the other do. thing with that you know, as an entrepreneur, and this is something that we really kind of honed in on over the last probably four or five years is you've got to eliminate the distractions in your business. And Mm -hmm. what I mean by that, and we were actually just talking about this this morning, coming back from an appointment, there are a lot of things that are going to look good um, and could be an asset to your business, but not everything is the right thing for your business and for the stage where your business is at. And so being able to to make wise decisions mm-hmm. so that you're doing the things that really resonate with your customers so that you can explode them. Mm, that's really, really good. <clears throat> the eliminating elimination of distractions is really goes back to, you know, you got to delegate because a lot of things we're doing now are important need to be done, but they're, they're honestly a distraction to the person who should be doing bigger, Absolutely. bigger things to, to drive more impact. Those little things need to get mm-hmm. done, but they need to be eliminated 
are delegated down to somebody else. So, um, you know, it's been a pleasure having a conversation with you guys. And I, and I, I you know, I really appreciate you guys partnering with me on this don't say divorce.com thing. I, I don't know where this is going to go. I'm not sure how this is going to work out, but I just know that millions and millions of people are interested in this idea. And you guys yeah. are more qualified to help with that than I am. I had, a, I've got a really good friend of mine who is always very kind and, and praises my, my social media content on what he's, what he's saying. And we know each other pretty well. We hang out a lot. And he, but, but after this don't say divorce thing came out and the stuff around it, he, he called me up and he said, Jason, I know you're a business coach. I know that's what you do. He said, well, you really should be the marriage coach because people need what you're talking about. And I yeah. said, I get that. And I appreciate that, but I am not that guy. I'm not. So Tony and Elisa, thank you for doing what you do because I'm not going to do it. However, I want to partner with you. I mean, I think that there are ways that we can work together. I could come in and bring a different perspective to your audience and maybe vice versa. But, but, uh, thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate your perspective. And, uh, this has been an honor to talk to you. Now I want to give you guys an opportunity to tell everybody about the six pillars of intimacy conflict resolution that you're going to kind of special offer. You got a a thing you want to talk about. So I'll give you an opportunity to tell about it and then we'll share the link. Yeah. So we have our two books. One is six pillars of intimacy, the secret, to an extraordinary marriage. And then we have our second book in that series is the six pillars of intimacy, conflict resolution. Um, and so we briefly shared about the six pillars, what they are, and then conflict resolution goes mm-hmm. into what we saw a lot of people getting into their six pillars and having conflict. And Elisa has worked with so many couples and probably one of the first things that they discuss mm-hmm. is the conflict that's happening. Um, and so that is our newest book in the series. And it just helps you break the conflict cycle and what's happening. And you look internally at what you're feeling. Your spouse looks at what they're, what they're feeling internally and coming together so you can break that conflict and then have the ultimate extraordinary marriage you desire. So go to six pillars of intimacy.com and you can pick up either one of those. All right. And that's six pillars of intimacy.com. The number six, not don't spell it out. Yes. Six pillars of intimacy.com. And then you want to follow these guys at one extraordinary marriage on IG one extraordinary marriage. And you actually spell out the word one O N E one extraordinary marriage on IG and then one extraordinary marriage.com. You could find them on their website there. So Tony, Elisa, an honor to talk to you. Thanks for being on the show today. Thank you, Jason. Well, there you have it. Another couple, a couple of entrepreneurs who've been very successful and about their journey to success. I mean, think about their story. They, he's doing painless dent repair. She's a stay at home mom. They start a podcast, see what happens. And then nine years in, boom, this becomes a legit real business that this is all they do. And they're nearly making a million dollars a year doing it. But the better part of that is they're changing the legacies of families all over the world because they're making marriages better and stronger. So if you didn't yet see it, go to the show notes and click on the link to go watch the webinar that I hosted with Tony and Elisa about why the five love languages doesn't work, even though it's a good framework. But for married couples who are in business, the six pillars of intimacy is a much, much better framework. So you need to go take a look at that. And that that does a deep dive into all that. So those that is in the show notes. Go check that out. And just like they said, their one key to success was staying committed. And your one key to success in your marriage is also going to be stay committed to each other. I appreciate you listening to the show. If you haven't subscribed or clicked the button to be notified when new episodes are released, please do that now. And if you haven't left a, re- uh, a review, you have no idea as a podcaster how much that means to me as a podcaster for you to take the time 
to go hit that little five-star button, leave a five-star review if you think it's worth it. Why? Well, it makes me feel good that people like it. But more than that is the more reviews and the more five stars that I get up there, the more subscribers is that this podcast gets in front of more people, which makes a bigger impact in the world and helps people become more successful, which is ultimately what I want. So if you are interested in uh, a business coach, go to therealjasonduncan.com slash coaching. I have a couple of slots still left open for this year. I only take a few people every year, but go to therealjasonduncan.com slash coaching and check that out. And you could set up a free call with me. We can talk one-on-one about what I can do to maybe help move the needle for you. And if you want to get help with your marriage, go to sixpillarsofintimacy.com. That's the number six pillars of intimacy.com. Once again, thanks to Tony and Elisa for being guests on the show. Until next time, when I host yet another very successful entrepreneur about their journey to success, I am the real Jason Duncan and Jesus is King. Attention business owners. Attention business owners. Feeling burnout from running your business? Uncertain if you're nearing burnout? Take our free 10-question business burnout test at businessburnouttest.com to discover where you stand. With just 10 quick questions, you'll learn how to immediately begin making changes to regain freedom and success. Cut your daily operations time in half. Improve your quality of life and prepare your business for your future exit without losing revenue or profit. Visit businessburnouttest.com now and take the test. Thank you for listening to another edition of The Root of All Success with The Real Jason Duncan. If you've enjoyed this week's episode, visit therootofallsuccess.com to access the show notes and other helpful resources. Follow Jason on social media at The Real Jason Duncan. See you again next time here on The Root of All Success. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.